0: Yeah, I mean, like this is a, you know, to hear that it basically you're inserting that you are now the judge, you are now taking God's mm. place as judge. That is not our job as believers. What is our job as believers? First Timothy two verses one through three. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, be thanksgiving made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, mm. that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness this is good and pleases God our Savior. So, you know, for for Christians to hope that a leader like even, you know, someone like Putin who's doing what he's doing uh, to uh, go to a special place in hell, that's not the heart of God. You know, the heart of God is to, you know, try and see if everyone will come to him. You know, that's why he's delaying his return. You know, he talks about that. I'm delaying coming back so that as many people as possible will come before I return. And then... Mm-hmm. You know, here's the thing, Psalm 109. This is a very interesting psalm because it talks about when someone is against God, when someone is doing evil things, and uh, they're in a position of leadership. We mm-hmm. can pray for them to be removed and another take their place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a very, um, it's a very harsh psalm, I would say. Um, so, you know, if you're going to look at it, look at the whole chapter of Psalm 109. Yeah, make Psalm sure you're not aligning with the wrong
1: forces and praying people out just because they preach something that made you feel convicted. Yeah, you
0: have to read the whole chapter and realize what it's all about. Yeah. You know, this is David talking about his enemies, you know, and um, so, you know, you have to be careful when taking, you know, particular little verses out of context. Mm. You know, look at the whole context of the chapter, but uh, there is a place in Psalm 109 where it definitely does talk about the fact that if someone is evil, someone is against God and they're in leadership, we can remove them or ask for God for them to be removed from leadership so that someone else can take their place who will listen to God. We can pray for that.
1: You know what? I think a lot of the problem is I don't think a lot of people actually do what you mentioned in Second in uh, in Timothy there um, by actually praying and praying. lifting up our leaders.
0: Yeah, you know, it's so easy on, you see it all the time on Facebook, Instagram, wherever. Oh, yeah. People just, it's so easy to just chop down, you know, whoever's in leadership because they don't like a decision they made. Well, Well, have you prayed for them? You know, there's the first question. If you haven't, well, then stop what you're doing. Yeah. Stop all the complaining. Go pray for them first.
1: I I was driving through a town and I see all these flags out on the yard. And you know what those flags said? Oh, yeah, I've seen them. And it's like... Yep. It was like, man, like,
0: like, I don't know. Like I, I it's can just, understand the, the anger. Yeah. yeah. Like I understand the anger behind it, but to express it that way. And um, I'm hoping that the person is not a believer who has that. No, no, no. Um, you know, instead we should be praying for leadership to come to, come to God and mm-hmm. start thinking from a godly perspective rather than a worldly perspective.
1: But I think people think about that and they're like, you know what, that's just being passive. You're not doing anything. When really, it's like, well, maybe there's no faith left in prayer then if you're thinking that because...
0: Prayer is the most powerful weapon we
1: have. And no matter who is over you, God is over them.
0: Yeah. You know? know, It's like that song, you know, the things that we're afraid of, God, you know, they're afraid of God.
1: Yeah, yeah.